Hello and welcome to the Jonathan Bell Show. This is a show documenting my journey after quitting my 9 to 5 job to pursue a career being a creative. Thank you for tuning in. What's up folks? Welcome to another episode of the Jonathan Bell Show. Today I have another segment up behind the mic. And joining us today, we have Ed Marges. Ed, how are you doing today? Good, how are you? I'm good. Thank you very much. Uh, Ed, first of all, I just want to say thanks for enjoying to come on the show. I appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I saw that uh, was on Twitter, and I was like, I'm interested. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I did put a little thing on Twitter. That's how we uh, have got going on this conversation is because of Twitter. Now, Ed, can you let everybody know what you do or are about? Um, well, I'm uh, just like a regular guy who um, happened to take some uh, acting lessons in college, and is now just trying to get that going. I'm a lover of movies, comics, books, television shows, and try to like just stay immersed in like that world. Okay, awesome. And when did you start? Well, when did you? When did you? I guess figure out or decide that you wanted to be an actor? Um, it was probably back in the 10th grade. I took a uh, drama class. I was, I need like an arts credit. So I was like, could be fine. And then um, just like fell in love with it. And I took it again in like grade 11, grade 12. Then I applied for a, uh, asking for a film intelligent program in college, got accepted. Did that for two years, graduated that. And it's just, like going from there but also when you like get into acting like sometimes people always tell you to be like gun ho like yeah it'll be like every day but sometimes you lose motivation sometimes you gotta go to work to pay bills sometimes you gotta like live your life so sometimes that gets in the way and you uh, take breaks from it so that's something i'm also struggling with how much to dedicate to like acting how much to dedicate to trying to survive and live that's reasonable Reasonable problem. Uh, we're Skyping right now, which means that you're probably not in the United States. So you, what country are you in? I'm in uh, Canada. And how uh, how is the acting over there in in whatever part of Canada you're in? Like, what's what's the uh, how does it look? Because I know you know think of Hollywood and New York and Atlanta, but how is it filled in Canada? Well, in Canada, there's probably two major cities: uh, Toronto, which is where I'm currently living, where I grew up. And then there's, like, Vancouver. So, like, a lot of it is just, um, I know they film a lot in uh, Canada. Like, a lot of, like, Suicide Squad was filmed here. Amazon's The Boys is filmed here. So, like, a lot of my holiday properties are now filming in Toronto. So there's opportunities there. But there's a lot of, like, good Canadian television shows lately, and they've been, like, expanding and growing. So we have a pretty good film scene in Toronto. No, I did not know that actually. I mean, I know that a lot, I know like Smallville was shot a lot over there, and Arrow is, but I didn't know how the film scene with actual how it's up and coming. Because you're right, like a lot of companies do go right over there and shoot things. Yeah, like a lot of Toronto is just blocked off from filming Hollywood movies and big TV shows nowadays. Because I think it's cheaper to film in Toronto at the moment, so there's a nice big boom in it. Yep. Now, you love comics and movies also. Is there anything that you're currently reading right now? Yeah, um, I like both Marvel and DC and 
of stuff, and I've been taking a break from Marvel lately, and just reading a lot more uh, DC focused. So I've been reading like Tom King's Batman, Joshua Williamson's Flash, uh, Veronica Bendez's Superman Action Comics, and really enjoying what those uh, guys have been doing lately. Yeah, it seems like ever since Bendis came over to Superman, it's been it's been pretty interesting to say the least. I mean, I can't can't really find anything bad about it. It started off pretty well, I would say. Yeah, um, it's just been like really different. Like, I love how action comics has been more of like a mystery, and Superman. The other one's been like just like traditional Superman being who he is, being good, fighting evil, and just being a beacon of hope. Yeah, it, it it totally makes sense. Um, uh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, and Tom King's. Uh, I haven't been up on a Batman recently, but I have read the Last Night on Earth. I think that's called. Like the, I think there's only one more one more volume out to go because I read the first two and they're pretty pretty dang gnarly. Yeah, that's um, Scott Snyder and Greg Kulo's like final uh, Batman arc together. I was actually in. So there's a, there's a big convention in Toronto every uh, August, and last so last August they had um, both of them there. They both had to announce that book live to us. So I was in the room when they announced uh, Batman: Last Night on Earth. That was pretty cool. Yeah, that must have been nuts. Yeah, he like described the first maybe chapter of the book, and then just kind of like yeah, and then it goes from there. It comes out next year, and everyone was like, "What? <laughs> Is this real?" He's like, "Yeah." <laughs> Uh, yeah, they 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 team up and they always do some awesome stuff together. They're so talented together. When they, I like I loved Endgame. I think that's what it was called. The last one of the last ones they did, and Bloom was pretty good. Also, that was a good storyline. But they came up with some really good ones together. Yeah, and um, I think my one of my favorites is uh, uh, Zero Year when they did the giant Riddler story where Riddler took over all of Gotham. Yeah, that one was a really good one. Also. Yeah. yeah, I'm just a huge Riddler fan. I feel like there's not a lot of like Riddler stories to like jump into sometimes. So it's always neat to get like a lesser known Batman villain to get like the front stage. Yeah, you know what? Kind of thing about like Riddler is a great. He's like well, he was one of my favorite actually. DC, uh, Batman villains is the Riddler, and like ever since watching him when Batman the animated series, I think that's what made him kind of grow on me a lot more. Yeah, same here. Because they, they really did that character pretty good. And then he... Then I loved watching that Jim Carrey movie. <laughs> I mean, Batman movie. But him but him as uh, the yeah, Riddler, that was that always great. Wild. Yeah. That was pretty fun. Um, but yeah, he's always just been one of those characters. So I think it's just like... Because I like puzzles and riddles and stuff like that. But I do wish that they would feature him more in things. Because he's a uh, he's pretty decent, seems like, person. Did you watch... Uh, the latest Batman video. Uh, which one? Hush. Uh, not yet. I've um, I, I've I've mean to buy it. Like, I haven't got around to picking it up yet. Oh yeah, I don't know if you have the DC uh, universe, but it is on there. Yeah, no, we don't have that in Canada yet. Ah, uh, dang! I did not yeah. know that. <laughs> That's yeah. It's like I think it's only in the US right now. Oh shoot. That's too much. That's too bad. And you're also okay. So moving on from that, you're also a whale enthusiast, right? Yeah. It, um, it's a weird story. Um, kind of started. I was just like maybe two, three years ago. I was with like my girlfriend. We we're just 
talking about like something I brought up. Uh, I just started thinking about um, whales, and then then she like Google a bunch of it, and I just and I went to like a deep dive on the internet, just like researching whales, what they do, and I found like how much they like contribute to like the Earth ecosystem that like people don't know is people like so people think oh they're just whales they they like swim around eat krill, whatever, but they actually um help repopulate the ocean with fish. Which people didn't know that because when they um, they dive down, they actually uh, bring up like tiny little like micro fish to the surface to get sunlight. Therefore, reproducing, therefore feeding smaller fish that feed bigger fish, and so on and so forth. And when whales like naturally die, they sink to the uh, ocean floor, and their bodies become like whole like city for other like sea creatures. So like with like whales like decreasing in like. Uh, and like popularity and like their populations being shrunken, like our oceans are actually significantly losing fish, which feeds like the majority of the population of the planet. I actually did not know know that fact. Thank you for that one. Yeah. Are there any other any other, any other facts? Um actually like the waste they produce, like when they uh, when they uh, you know, finish eating food and produce waste. It actually eats up carbon dioxide in the air, in the air, which helps like lower the greenhouse gases and helps fight global warming. I did not know that either. Yeah, um, recently in Canada, we had like uh, I think eight or nine blue whales die in the Hudson River. Like the ice had shifted because of the heating, and then they uh, came there to feed. Same time, we ended up losing like thirty-five to forty percent of the population of blue whales in like one instance because of like warming and like because like the ocean shifted and the ice shifted and they got trapped under the ice but they have been going for like forever to be that's pretty that's that's pretty insane so what are people doing more to combat all this then um in Canada they started passing new laws to uh lower shipping routes in certain parts of the ocean on either side of Canada, which will like help because whales be, be in the past, they'll get hit by a boat, they'll die. And like uh, the Atlantic right whale is like one that has been significantly being killed by ships in other parts of the ocean there. So that's helped combat, like helping to combat that. Um, they're no longer going to be uh, allowing like new whales into like Sea World and stuff because once they're in captivity, like they pretty much just go there to die so hopefully with some of that and some of these like other parts we can help repopulate some of these whales and help the oceans because it's like a big chain effect right if they die the fish die there's less food and so on and so forth yeah that would not end up well for us that's for sure no and everybody talks it's like oh this is whales whatever I'm like Man, like there's so much more to it like it's not just like a fish that like if it dies oh well it's like it affects so much of our planet well that is a good thing to be enthused about that's for sure because I don't really hear a lot of people talking about that at all honestly yeah it's just something that I like, kind of like discovered and I just took a deep dive and it just like changed my perspective So is that one of the things, I guess, when taking a break from acting, that's one of the routes that you've been kind of focusing or shifted your attention on a little bit? Yeah, that's one of the things. 
to, like, to always stay focused. Because sometimes, and then, like, I know that, like, like, a lot of people think if you don't get it, like, if you're not, like, in a movie by, like, a certain age, like, you didn't make it or you didn't accomplish what you wanted. So sometimes you got to, like, if you be, like, if you take a break for two, three years, then you come back and you start try fresh again, like, that's, that's fine. Like, you can take breaks for as long as you need, as long as you kind of keep that passion going. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's understandable also. Um, you know, I guess it also would depend on how much you're letting other people's opinions determine your success or not, you know? Yeah, like, that's just what do you consider being successful? Is, is it just filming any project ever? Is it, like, being, like, an A-list actor? Is it just getting steady background work on television shows? You gotta find out, like, what's your personal opinion of success? Like, I've been in short films, I was in a short film festival that they showed on a movie screen, so I could see myself on a movie screen in the theater, and that was pretty cool. Oh, heck yeah, man. Congrats on that. Yeah, like, it was this place, a tiny 48-hour film festival. We had, like, 40 hours to, like, make the film, write it, shoot it, edit it, submit it, and uh, it was cool. They premiered it in, like, a little tiny theater, and I was like, this is neat. Like, I've actually accomplished that part of, like, my goal, is to see myself on the screen. Yeah, congratulations. Thank you. You're welcome. So, when do what do you have planned for the rest of the year? What do you what's it looking like going into 2020? Um, kind of feeling out. Uh, work's been like, like I, I I I took a gamble on a job, didn't really pay off, so I'm trying to like make some more money now. Kind of like burned out of cash for a little bit, but. Now staying more steady. Maybe I'll start taking more auditions again. It just kind of like get back out there. Oh, that's good. That's a good way to look at the rest of the year. Any any movies you're looking forward to? Uh, I know that you said you like movies and everything as well. Um, yeah, there's a couple. I'm looking forward to the Joker. I think that could be interesting. As well as um. Star Wars coming out. That should be good. Um, I'm actually really interested in The Lighthouse. The one with uh, Liam Dafoe and uh, Robert Pattinson. I feel like that could be an interesting uh, character piece. That uh, dark, I mean, the new Joker movie does look really, really awesome. I'm looking forward to Ad Astra as well. Yeah, that could be a yeah, I just watched the IMAX trailer today, and it looks ridiculous. Oh, so I haven't seen the new trailer yet. I've only seen the uh, first one. Oh, yeah, it came out today, like a couple hours ago. Cool, I'm about to get a look at it. I should give it a check out. Well, I just want to ask, uh, the last thing I want to ask is, when where can people find you online, Ed? Or, like, find the stuff um, that you've worked in? Uh, the stuff I've worked in isn't posted online because a lot of it's made with um, other people. So, like, they don't, so I don't have, like, the rights to show it unless it's in, like, a demo reel, which is unfortunate. That's just the way of, like, being an upcoming actor. You don't own the uh, footage. But my social media, I'm on Twitter at uh, EdBerson with underscores in between me underscore Ed underscore Burson. I post little comic reviews there, movie reviews, 
trying to be more uh, active with like posting comic reviews. I want to try and like just put my opinion out there. Yeah, that's how we know each other from Twitter. Yeah. All right. Well, and I just want to say also thank thank you so much for offering to come on and share a little bit about yourself. Uh, thanks for those well facts. Also, I mean, hopefully it gives some people a lot more to think about than just saying, oh, a well died, you know? So appreciate you sharing some insight on that as well. And for wanting yeah, to no take problem. the time and come on the show and tell everybody a little bit more about yourself. Thank you for having me. No problem. Thank you for coming on. And uh, yeah, so everyone, it's M-E underscore E-D underscore person on twitter and look him up and check out his stuff and once again ed thank you so much for coming on yeah, thank you for having me right. have a good rest of the day you too bye bye well folks that was ed check out him on twitter and once again thank you for coming on the show i mean thank you for listening to the show and hearing a perspective from someone else i'll see you in the next episode